next 10 minutes, we will be talking about understanding of grace and your responsibility. Understanding grace and your responsibility. Our test is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, and Matthew chapter 5, verse 48. Amen. As an introduction, because of our time, we all know that we are saved by the grace of God. We are saved. We were saved by the grace of God. And I want us to understand that. That is not your power or your talent or your gifting that come to play when you are saved. Is the grace of God that is so eminent, so pronounced in your life that we were saved. And for those that listen to us online right now, if you have not saved, the grace is also available for you. You don't need to bring anything. All you need to bring, come as you are. That is written in our sign over there. Come as you are. Whether you are a sinner, even if your sin could not be measured, if your sin could not be quantified, sin is sin. Come unto Jesus the way you are, and he will save you by his grace. Understand that. Praise the Lord. Number two, we are talking about understanding grace. Number two, God expects us to be holy. Matthew chapter 5, verse 48. Be ye holy because I am holy. You know, we are combining the two things together this afternoon. Understanding grace and your responsibility. After God has saved you, there's other things that God expects you to do. As Paul rightly said that what? Guide your salvation with what? Fear and what? And trembling. Having said by grace, it's not a license for you to go back to your vomit. Like what Demas did. Demas did what? He won so. He performed miracle. He healed the sick, but the Bible made a record, a note of him, because he had what? Loved this present world. It means he forgot about the grace that saved him. And he forgot that that's his responsibility that is attached to the grace that you are saved. Praise the Lord. So, God expects every of a child to what? To be holy. Holy means to be set apart. To cut above. God wants us to think and act on his level. God wants us to operate at the level that is operating. Now, when Jesus Christ was crucified, 
Jesus Christ says something that, 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 that I will point out to all this morning. We know it very well. Jesus Christ said, he said, Father, at this point in my life, why should you abandon me? Why should you turn your back from me? Why? Because God is so holy that he cannot build iniquity. Because Jesus Christ was carrying the sins of the whole world. And God cannot withstand that. And God had to what? Turn his back to him. Why? So that you could be saved. So God wants you and me to operate at the level that is operating the level of holiness. And the Bible said in Hebrew, the Bible said in Hebrew, no one could see God. No one will see God. And said, you are what? You are holy. And follow peace. With what? With all men. Praise the Lord. Number three. Not quite where that the standard of God is firm. The standard of God is what? Is firm. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 19. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 19. The Bible made it all clear. That nevertheless, the firm foundation of God. I'm reading the Amplified Fashion. Which he has laid, stand, sure and unshakable, despite attack. Bearing the sea, the Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who named the name of the Lord stand apart from wickedness and withdraw from wrongdoing. Praise the Lord. Having called to the kingdom of God. An attack that we follow. But despite the fact of all this attack, the foundation of the word of God stands sure. No one can change it. The Bible said in Psalm 119, Psalm 119, verse 89, he said, <clears throat> His word is what forever settled. It's forever settled. You can't add to it, you can't subtract from it. It is stand. In fact, the, the, God himself said, he said, he said, I honored my word above what? My above my name. You can't bend the word of God. That is your responsibility. We are talking about understanding grace and your responsibility. It's your responsibility. You know, Job said, Job says something. He said, you know that. I esteem the word of his mouth. That what? That my necessary food. That is what Job said. It means, after you have saved by grace of God, after I have saved by the grace of God, I must know, as a matter of my responsibility and duty to God, that his word stands sure. I must not bend it. I must not switch it to my purpose. Because where we have read now, despite the fact of attack, the word of God stands sure. Praise the Lord. Another point I really quickly want to re-emphasize is 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy, we, are not, we can read it later. 2 Timothy chapter 4 from verse 1 to 4. The Bible made all clear that at the end of the day, people we heap to themselves teachers with what? Itching. And they will tell you fables. 
but know quite where you are saved by the grace. And it's your responsibility to understand what the grace is about. The grace is all about your responsibility. How do you owe the word of God? Do you just owe the word of God anyhow? Or you owe the word of God with what? With utmost care that this is my life. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm just rushing because I just want to quickly give us some of the points. Number four. I think I will stop at number four, four. I have about seven, but I'll just stop at number four so that we can pray. God is not a wicked God. He is not going He is not going to expect you or is not expecting us to do something we cannot do. God is not expecting us to do something that we cannot do. Why? Because we are saved by grace. We are children. He gave us a standard. He said, be you holy as I am holy. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 3. Proverbs 17 3. The final part is for silver and the furnace for good. But the Lord try the heart. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 21 also said, As the finding pot for silver and the furnace for gold, so is a man to his praise. Now, brethren, this morning as we are rounding up, as we are rounding up, you want to be gloriously shine and bright. You have to be tested. You have to be tested. How will God separate you from the shaft to the main thing? Because we are saved by the grace. Paul said, it's not a license for us to do evil. When you are in a test of life as a Christian, the Bible encourages us to do what? Rejoice. Let me announce to you, brethren. When the test of life will come, especially those that have crossed over, they have passed the test of life, they will tell you, like our father Abraham. God knew him very well. Ah, five minutes more, right? God knew him. But he wanted to showcase him to the world that I did not just do this for him. But this is what he has done. This is the test of life that he had passed. And God taught him specific instruction. Abraham Take that your son Isaac. Abraham, take that your son. If God ended like that, I believe Abraham will have taken the elder brother. But God said, that your only son, Isaac, the one you loved, 
he didn't argue with God. And when they got to that mountain and God said, because that you have done this, this is what I will do. Not quite well. Genesis chapter 12. God reenacted what he told him at the beginning of his journey. And I will conclude by telling you this. What God has told you at the beginning of your life. Because God wants to make it to pass now. Test might come. But don't fail him. So that immediately God spoke to Hebrew in that mountain. And God said, he said, now I know. He said, now I know that in blessing I will bless you. Rise up to your feet.